0: Welcome to Fright
1: Night. <laughs> oh, for real! Welcome to Fright Night Minute daily podcast where we discuss the original 1985 horror movie, Fright Night, one minute at a time. I'm Robin, and we want to welcome back to the podcast, from the real Jaws Minute, Jeremy Sternhagen and Tyson Ferris. Hello. Ahoy, hoy. And that's enough of the uh, radio radio announcer voice uh, for this minute. Uh, But uh, this is uh, minute 87 of Fright Night. It begins with Charlie making some noise and ends with Peter loading up on weapons.
2: I think you should do the whole podcast in that voice. Oh. It begins with...
0: (laughs)
1: Uh, Have you guys ever seen the remake? No,
0: nope. I have not, but I really want to
1: after uh, watching
0: this again. Hmm.
2: I, I thought about it, but, uh, in much the same way that Tyson has been, uh, has dug in his heels a bit on watching the Jaws sequels. I dug in my heels on the Fright Night Minute or <laughs> Fright Night Remake.
1: <laughs> I'm glad you didn't dig in your heels on the Fright Night Minute. <laughs> yeah, <Glad> sorry. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah the, I'm uh, not doing it. Not. No. <laughs> no,
0: after watching this, I was like, oh man, I want to watch Fright Night 2. I want to watch, uh, the remake. Uh, especially since Anton, uh, is yeah.
1: I'll, I'll oh check yeah. 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 That's a great bit dead, I know that much without. Dead, yeah. But, uh, yeah.
0: Um, I think, uh, I've, I've kind of been going through his film. I just really like him as an actor. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, there's a lot of holes in his filmography that I haven't seen. So yeah.
1: uh, anyway, this is what we're saving our credits minutes for. We're going to be covering two and then the remake. Cause I really don't want to do either of those okay. minute by minute.
2: <laughs> sure. Yeah, that sure. was actually in my notes of things to ask you if, uh, Frank Fright Night 2 is of any significance to you? Uh,
1: I've seen it once. Uh, it was like, I, okay, but I'm looking forward to revisiting it, though.
2: Well, then it sounds like you and I have a lot in common. Seen Fright Night lots of times. Seen Fright Night 2 one time.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like, uh, it's, it's, it's got Charlie and Peter in it. Why? Why? Uh, but, you know. That's the only reason I gave it a shot.
2: Yeah. It's it's weird, and it looks beautiful, and is otherwise totally forgettable. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, I liked on the cover that it was a lady vampire. It has one of the best covers ever.
1: Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I think I had that poster back in the day, too. I had it yeah, open it, on my it, wall next to Stewardess School.
2: It felt somewhat
1: <laughs> <through>. <laughs> Stewart. It I felt would go to the video like store and just bring home the worst posters for my parents to be like, what are you putting up on your wall? He's like, yep.
2: Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I got on my first poster yeah.
0: uh, that's something that's just missing from movies nowadays isn't it just, posters? no just the um, well posters yeah uh, uh, but no uh, I mean how many 80's movies were like literally like money makers just cause they had a pair of boobs in them <laughs> Most, <laughs> like a lot, of, yeah. like, well, And like I just don't think that's a thing anymore.
2: Like, well, like listening to a lot of these podcasts with uh, some of these old, these old Hollywood veterans, um, like uh, the the movies that made me, Joe Dante, and mm. then uh, oh, what's the other one I listen to? That
1: I said that assuming that stewardess school had boobs. Oh, wait, it most definitely. It was like three buxom <laughs> stewardesses riding on a tiny model plane, and those uniforms are not regulation. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ha <laughs> Oh, Damn Dirty Geeks. That's the other super nerd movie podcast. But anyway, they always talk about how like, oh yeah, that movie, like it was mandated. Like the only notes they got from the studio or the producers was, must have X, Y, Z,
0: and boobs. Hmm. Yeah, and e- even this movie has that moment in it. Hey, yeah. It's that like, a- and here's your boob moment. <laughs> so here's an interesting <laughs> story on
2: that. Um, the first time I saw this movie, I either went, this was, I would have seen it on cable TV, probably like Encore or Stars, And I missed I must have gone to the bathroom during that scene. I missed it entirely. So the first time I saw this movie, I had no idea there was nudity in it. And so after seeing it and loving it and missing that one scene, I went and told all my peers, you know, my other 13-year-old friends, like, we gotta watch Fright
0: Night. It's so good.
2: (laughs) And I remember inviting a bunch of friends over to watch it, and then a couple of them not showing up because their parents knew the movie and were like, you're not watching that. (laughs) And one specific Specific parent calling my mother and saying, "What do you like? What like that movie has nudity in?" It. And my mom going, "They say it has nudity in it, so you can't watch it." And I'm like, "It doesn't. I've seen it. It does not." Right. Yeah. And I went to the mat on this, and then of course on the that same night, watched it. I was like, "Oh, it does."
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny that that woman. I, I forget what the actress's name is, but uh, I did some. You know, obviously, I I pretty much looked into everybody that it was involved in this movie. You know, somewhat, but. But I was thinking that would be a fun guest to have, you know? So yeah. I looked up yep. and she like, she's like really smart. She's like a, like a doctorate in biology is, has written like books and works for the government and to like save our environment. Wow. She's like, I was like, I would, okay, I'm not going to contact this one. Woman. This woman's probably like, she don't even be, talk to me about that. <laughs> I don't need that under my resume. Yeah. Either. Uh, Oh, should, we should get it in a minute. Oh, if we have to, <laughs> uh, if we, if we must. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Uh, Grandpa Joe uh, whispers to Charlie uh, to make some noise so he can break down the door. And uh, uh, luckily, Jerry only locked it with a a key, not instead of how he locked uh, Judy's room, which was – but I don't even know how you do that with double doors. Like he, he pulled the door into the jam and lodged it in there, and she somehow got yeah, out of it. Yeah, but it's that all was, part of,
0: like I said. I was like, dude, doors work that way? Can <laughs> you just break the door jam and then the door doesn't open anymore? I was like, I was
2: confused by that. Yeah. Anyway, whatever moves the story forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I, I, I mean, I wasn't like hanging on it, but I was like, <laughs> if I broke my door jam, I think my door would open even better. Yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, what confused me was when she went back to bed and just closed the door normally. Like, there was nothing wrong with the door after she got it open. Uh, oh, yeah. But uh, So Charlie starts to beat on the walls and scream for help as uh, Peter slams his shoulder into the doors. And I just keep thinking he's going to hurt his, his, his brittle shoulder, his old brittle shoulder.
0: Oh, don't hurt I yourself. love his, I, I love his disgust that he doesn't break it on the first try. <laughs> You know, he's he's absolutely disgusted that it doesn't just fall down. This is
1: not like the movies. What What is going on here?
0: <laughs> it's, a, it's a wonderful little moment. I yeah. just
2: loved it. Back to my point of like Roddy McDowell does not miss a single. He's like,
0: son of a B. Why didn't I? <laughs> oh, man. Like,
1: Have you guys? It's so much. It's so
0: much easier when it's, you know, balsa, you know, <laughs>
1: <laughs> have you guys gotten the chance to either kick down or uh, throw yourself through a door before? Like, I don't think I've gotten that opportunity yet. I, I feel like that's something I need to put on my bucket list.
2: I have on accident, but it was oh. like a modern construction, like you know, plywood.
0: I have plywood, uh, I've kicked a, open a door yet. Yeah. I'm also a door <laughs> yeah. Yet. It wasn't, uh, it was not dead bolted. It was just a regular door and I busted it pretty handily. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Who did you murder on it, the inside? By the way, I'm just, no, <laughs> no, it
0: was, uh, I can't remember the, it was something in college. I think someone was locked in a, I think it was, a, it was a drunken evening. It was, uh, uh, somebody was like locked in a bathroom. <laughs> people were concerned.
1: I got this. Step away and from the door.
0: <laughs> and they're like, the homeowner would rather was the, well, probably not a homeowner, but, uh, the renter was like, uh, I'd rather not have someone, you know, Know, die in my bathroom than, uh, <laughs> uh, than replace a door. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah, I just yeah. put my foot right next to the door handle, and man, it popped right open. <laughs> the, so. the door in Jerry Dandridge's
2: house looks far more substantial than any door for any house I've ever lived in.
1: Oh, gosh, that all looks like solid, you know, oak. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Which yeah, that's it. I mean, you you guys have probably talked about this in previous minutes, but like, who built this house in this neighborhood in the first
1: place? <laughs> I have no idea. That is, and, and right next to this very modern looking uh, Brewster house. I mean, not that yeah. modern, but eighties modern. <laughs> is it?
2: I think it's in the commentary. Is this this is this house on the same lot? Like, is this this you, you know the Universal back lot with the Burbs house and the Munsters house? Is it or is this somewhere totally different? Uh, well, this was a Columbia picture, wasn't? Yeah, but I think they shot it on like the, a non-Columbia lot, didn't they?
1: I know anyway. they shot it on a t- already built town uh, that they built for Something Wicked This Way Comes. Oh,
2: okay.
1: Uh, and uh, <coughs> one, one of the uh, one of the problems uh, was uh, next to Charlie's house is, is of course a church that they try to pretend is a school the entire movie. <laughs> but uh, oh,
2: yeah, it's, that's pretty
1: obvious too. It's
0: like a big white building. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. There's a there's a there's a couple moments in this movie where I'm like, they are obviously. On a back lot, like, yeah, it, it just looks like every single back lot movie. Like oh, yeah, that, the yeah, it's just very fashion. that universal kind of look, you know, yeah. where it's like there's nothing in these houses, like they're just yeah. facades, you
1: know. Well, I mean, yeah. this this interior this is all layered studios. This is uh, they, they built all this, um, yeah. but the outside is that lot, yeah, yeah. I do know on the commentary that Tom Holland gives
2: total. Credit to John DeCure for the oh. the house. Just he just ran away.
1: It,
0: it is a it is a wild house. I love that. Like he moves in and there's like there's like these two cobwebbed statues, <laughs> like at yeah. the beginning of the yeah. stairway. I'm like, who <laughs> builds a house that way? It's crazy. May well, as well have just been the Munsters' house.
1: Yeah. Well, funny enough, I mean that uh, Laird Studios was uh, used for Gone with the Wind, and I guess that staircase is is like uh, the is the, the, staircase? the staircase, or at least they said I. I I've read things like look at the two doors on the left and right and, you know, look at the staircase. It it is built on it, I think, or, or, you know, it was renovated. It, you know, that's fantastic. Very interesting. That is, that is really neat. So I think it was something, some of it was already standing and they built onto it or I'm not sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that is how Hollywood do. Yep. It's yeah. I, I, I love, I love all that. I love finding out all that stuff. That's, that's one of the best uh, things about doing these podcasts is just, research yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I did a bit of research here for uh, we go down in the cellar and see Jerry and Billy and we see what they're doing I mean it's not explained but you see there's two coffins there's one old one and one that looks like it's got a you know smaller and new lining and they're mm-hmm. they're shoveling dirt in there um, so uh, I mean I'm sure I'm sure you guys maybe are familiar with uh, the native soil that a vampire yep. needs yeah yeah yeah
0: so I I, I assume that was for Amy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so they're putting dirt
1: from
2: maybe right there in the basement. I don't
0: think I caught that my first time through, but I I caught it definitely on the minute. I was like, oh, they're putting in dirt for Amy. I get it.
2: Yeah, I always assumed it was for Amy, and I guess I didn't think about it too much further than that, but yeah, that makes total sense that they're probably shoveling in in, uh, Iowa dirt.
1: (laughs) Exactly. In the novelization, Jerry actually explains this to to Billy, that they're they're putting Rancho Corvallis dirt (laughs) into Amy's car coffin because that's her native soil. But funny enough, in the in the movie, I mean, you see Jerry kind of, uh, you know, later he's got his, his gardening gloves on and, and spreading it out. But um, in this shot, you see that Billy is shoveling uh, Rancho Corvallis soil into Jerry's coffin. Because I assume Jerry's coffin is the bigger older looking one that doesn't have the white. Line. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So yeah. either the rules are broken here, because I, I imagine he has to have the native soil of wherever he's from uh, to travel Mm -hmm. around in. I mean... It, it, it's either that that rule is broken for this film which which actually was established in Bram Stoker's uh, Dracula um that that was the first uh uh place that came up they I, I okay so it says um to attack him one simply needed to destroy uh yeah he had the boxes of transylvanian earth that he carried around with you're referring boxes. to the
2: original novel yeah. not the 92 movie Oh, God.
1: no no <laughs> the the 50 boxes of soil transported uh we're being transported to England and Van Helsing and the others, uh, locate 49 with 49 of them and they fill them with Eucharist wafers. And, yep. <laughs> and, uh, so, so what I'm thinking is like, uh, why is Billy shoveling Rancho Corvallis dirt into Jerry's coffin? <laughs> Let's. Do- <laughs> I, I think that might come up in a, a later minute. Oh, okay. Okay. Like, my first theory is like, oh, man, he's really screwing this up. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm assuming Jerry would look over and go, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Billy! Uh, he's, <laughs> he's too consumed with his apple. Hmm. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, and and Jerry, uh, hearing all this commotion, you know, smirks as he, as he did earlier when he was, you know, enjoying Billy's. Pain or not, Billy's pain. Charlie's pain uh, says, uh, "I think she just opened her eyes." Yeah. yeah. So th- this shot,
0: I love. Yeah. The over, shot.
1: That's on my notes. The this overhead shot. You. It's yeah. great
0: because in, in, it's great. One because it's it's tr- you so easily could have just shot them in that room. Mm-hmm. But because our heroes are upstairs, right? Let's let's put it overhead, and they're going to look up at them. That gives us a sense of the space between them. Do you know? What i mean yeah Yeah. it it gives the location it's it's really just really good uh use of you know kind of filmic language and uh really giving a sense that they are far apart from each other do you know what i mean yeah Yeah. i wasn't even thinking that we spend
2: quite a bit of time on our podcast and uh discussing geography and where things are and Mm -hmm. how like that subtle uh filmmaking technique of just making sure where your camera is where your actors are your eye lines your point of view like how much that aids in the storytelling process and that's Mm -hmm. largely an invisible Thing. Yeah. And this is a fantastic uh, yeah. example
0: of it where no, almost you know, 99% of people watching this are never going to realize, they don't realize that. what they're being told <laughs> by this shot. Yes. Uh, but they're being told all kinds of stuff besides uh, what the characters are saying. Yeah. So
2: I love it. You know exactly
0: where they are. Yeah.
2: Yet you don't, like, this could have been shot in, like, Tom Holland's garage. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
0: it could, yeah, it literally could have been shot anywhere. Like, yeah. there is no, you need two coffins and two people. Well, there's no other set design at all. Like, it's just
1: a... <laughs> yeah, and, and, and uh, it would have looked so boring just kind of cameras sitting there stationary, you know, on the ground looking at them straight rather than looking from above. Yeah.
0: Well, and it's kind of great. In fact, it, it hides, uh, you know, uh, where kind of the, the giant end sequence mm-hmm. plays yeah. out. Yeah. It's funny. You don't get to see. You it. don't actually get to see any of it. So it yeah. actually kind of aids in the mystery of that. So yeah. um, I, I just think it's really good. Good directing there,
2: it's amazing. Uh, and quick shout out okay. to uh, Jerry Dandridge's eating an apple with a fork.
1: Is it? was it? A, I thought it was a knife.
2: <laughs> oh well, eating it with a utensil. Yeah, <laughs> I mean,
1: that's true. Instead of just taking one massive bite out of it. And, yeah. And so I, I, I,
0: I, really like Chris Sarandon's uh, uh, choice to constantly be eating a piece of
1: fruit. <laughs> you know why yeah. that is, right? Uh, why? Oh, because Chris Sarandon came up with the idea that Jerry was much like a fruit bat. And And that's that. Ah. Even though fruit bats are different than vampire bats, uh, this is why he's always uh, eating fruit. Uh, Uh, So he's like
2: some DNA of a fruit. It's also (laughs) like a great. On our podcast, we call it uh, Steve McQueening. Tyson calls it Steve McQueening. Yeah. Where if you give your character, just like Roddy does, if you give your character something to do in every scene, even when they're not talking, that's just. That's how you get everyone to look at you. you yeah. Know? Yeah. So everyone like, is looking at Chris Sarandon in these scenes, not Billy Cole.
0: I just, I just like it when uh, actors make a choice to, uh, uh, one of my favorite ones is, uh, Ocean's Eleven, uh, the remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Brad Pitt is always eating something yeah. in every single scene well, he does he's that in, in uh, Fight Club, too. Oh, the Fight Club with the Chips. Which, yep. Who's this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. But, uh, I just love, uh, I don't know. I like, I like when actors. Are making weird making choices, choices. <laughs> that don't really have to do with anything. Like uh it just makes the character interesting because it's a weird choice, you know. Well,
1: uh, I mean, Tom Holland directed them to come up with uh their own character biographies, which is where we get the fruit from. It's where we get the Amy painting from. Yeah. This is that's all Chris Sarandon, which is pretty awesome. Cool. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, in the commentary, don't they point out that they
2: rehearsed yep. this movie more than any like most of the actors like I have never rehearsed a movie more than. I rehearse this. <laughs> oh wow. Like Tom and that was Tom Holland like giving them that much runway to make this movie. Like this movie was everyone who signed up for it, like the movie was basically already
1: shot. So so yeah, uh Peter busts in and he tells Charlie to grab Amy and let's get out of here. And Charlie shows him Amy's condition and Amy is mm-hmm. panting. And yeah, Peter is Pretty astonished by this, uh, and saddened. Obviously, you know. Uh, maybe if he moved a little quicker, uh, this might not have happened. But you know. Um, so I'm sure it was a little guilt there. The 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 child next door that just died in front of him. Um, So we go back to the cellar, and, yeah, Jerry's spread more dirt in Amy's coffin while Billy continues to ruin Jerry's. Uh, (laughs) That's just my theory. Uh, And I love that he's got those black gardening gloves on. And I thought, man, how creepy would it be if he was wearing floral ones? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> just like oh like like you the old lady next door, like, like, like garden gloves yeah it's awesome yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah it's it's funny how you know like before he wasn't wearing those and now that now, now he's wearing them and the knife and apple are gone I, it's just you know I wonder if there maybe was a deleted scene in there or something or you know something more to um stretch out the time but yeah um yeah he says something wrong and uh um uh, Billy says something wrong and Jerry says yes we have a visitor and uh, the vampire senses are are finally working maybe it's his just his ears his hearing
2: <laughs> well no there's a very distinct reason he knows
1: oh he, he knows because,
0: because it, he's, he's connected with Amy that's true and,
2: because, and I well here's so this is a moment I wanted to talk about quite a bit yes like we haven't been talking quite a bit already <laughs> um, so Peter comes in sees what's wrong and says oh my god mm. and instantly that's how Jerry knows they're there and and so this will probably come into play a little bit when you have uh, your guest next week, is mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Uh, just like the one of the subtle threads in this movie is faith, mm-hmm. and this is one of the moments where you know you can we can divert. or
0: sometimes not so subtle
2: or not so subtle, yeah. <laughs> but it's like I know on viewing number one, I caught that that Jer- that uh, Peter says, "Oh my God," and that is like an alarm sounded. That's teacher. interesting. I
0: did, not, I did not catch that, but yeah. I, I didn't catch either, are, no. Yeah.
2: Well, no. If, if I you think you absolutely right. Rewatch it there, Actually, as we're sitting here, I have it queued up in front. <laughs> okay. Uh, not that we're going to play I'm, Yeah, I don't. Um, but in this, so the, the way the scene plays out is at that particular moment, there's no noise, and... Charlie calls Peter over, says, look at her. And Peter very quietly says, oh, my God. So, Hmm. and Jerry's reaction. And and if you
0: want to even further that, uh, 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 Chris Sarandon is eating the forbidden fruit.
1: Ah,
2: (laughs) yeah. yeah. so much to unpack.
1: <laughs> Would you, I'm uh, so, oh, sorry, we, we weren't finished with your point. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, just, I'm just going to r- repeat myself, but just that it's very clear to me that Jerry Dandridge knows that they're there because Peter says, Oh my God, because
0: he invokes, uh, because God. he invokes God. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Would you like to know what the novelization says? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> I mean, I don't have it verbatim, but I'm just going to guess it's a hundred percent. I went to the novelization cause I thought well, it was there a deleted scene. I see, you know, the, you know, seeing him with the the knife and the apple, and one, and then all of a sudden he's got the gardening gloves, and there's more dirt in Amy's coffin. So was there something more uh, in the novelization uh, when Peter comes in and sees Amy's condition? Uh, he pulls out real holy water. He's like, this is real holy water, <laughs> right? Uh, he's got it in his box. Uh, which is just like, uh, it, 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 if it if he had it before, why don't you just use it during the test? I, I you know I'm gonna just definitely put tap in this tap water in this other container, whatever. Anyway, so he tells he tells Charlie to hold Amy, and uh, and he tries to feed Amy the holy water. He basically says, "Oh, this is gonna hurt her, but it's this this is gonna help her, you know, bring her back to normal." And uh, as soon as the holy water hits her lips, she starts flailing and not. It aside and then it spills onto the carpet. And then in flailing, she leans over and puts her hand in the damp spot on the carpet and it burns her. And then all of a sudden, she just shrieks, Jerry. And that's when Jerry looks up. <laughs> so in the book, it's she's awake already, and uh, uh, and and gets Jerry's calls for Jerry.
0: I like the version we get, personally. Yeah, yeah. I, I
1: think I that's right? very interesting, and I
2: appreciate it. But I prefer the movie. <sighs> yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. And also, there's this thing that's like, well, now I, I actually have real holy water here. I didn't bring the real holy water before because, uh, you know, I mean, what would it have hurt? Well, I didn't believe don't in they, it. You'll get it. Don't they? Don't they explain that away?
0: That uh, uh, Dandridge is a, a like a, a, a reborn Christian, but he's yeah. like totally not into like the symbolism, symbol mm-hmm. symbolism, symbolism of like the crosses and the holy water and all that stuff. Yeah, it's
1: offense- I think, offensive. I, 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 I think that it's offensive to him. Yeah, which is like, what born again Christian <laughs> finds that offensive? Yeah. That's weird. Not a anyway. fan of the cross or the holy water. Both. Yeah. No. Oh no. No. Get God. that out of here. <laughs> weird. <laughs> I am too into
0: Christian. Christianity for that sort of stuff.
1: It's like what I don't. Anyway, that didn't. Also, anyway, uh, I don't know. I- Interestingly enough, in the novelization <laughs> uh, during this time, uh, Peter actually notes the time, and it's and it's four thirty five a.m. So uh, we don't get actually get. I mean, there's plenty of clocks, I guess, to look at if if we look closely. But uh, um, it's interesting that uh, the book actually sets up that we've got an you know not not too an long hour. until sunrise. Yeah. Yeah. Until like sunrise because yeah. uh you know we' re- I mean which I believe in this movie is 6 a.m. on the dot oh yeah when I,
2: the Sun comes through it's, yeah it's
1: been a while since I've watched the last part of this movie I've been slowly working through it <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um I thought that was interesting. I was like, oh, 6 AM on the yeah. dot. Well wow. I
2: did uh how punctual the sun is. <laughs> I did rewatch most of this in preparation for nice. tonight. Um but I can honestly say I know this movie well enough that I got halfway through it, I'm like and I ran out of time. I'm like, that's okay. I got it. I know this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I know this movie.
1: So uh Charlie asks if they can help her and yeah, that obviously no holy water comes out in the movie. Uh and you know, Peter says we can we not if we kill uh danger just by dawn. And uh, so, so it kind of sets up this rule that if you kill the head vampire before the turned vampire uh, reaches sunrise, uh, it becomes you know she can still be saved.
0: Yeah, I think we I think we should call that the dead by dawn theory.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Well. Yeah, I <laughs> to, to
0: reference another movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. well, it, it, I
2: was I was going to mention that earlier actually. That the Fright Night two poster is a the same year was uh, Evil Dead two Dead by Dawn. Oh, really? And those two covers are very like the same idea. Yeah, well, that's like true. Eyes and teeth looking at you.
0: And oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. They are. They're kind of like uh, negatives of each other. Like yeah. it's the white skull with the eyes, and then it's the white poster with the, yep. the dark eyes. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Uh, interesting, yeah, so yeah, Charlie asks uh, if he's sure, and Peter seems very certain we we're uh, we're not sure why because the minute ends. Uh, yeah, but uh what? yeah. Yeah, uh, I guess the one movie I definitely want to reference here I mean even though it comes a couple of years later but yeah because I was trying to figure out like where does the head vampire thing come from and the only one other movie I can think of is The Lost Boys that does that but you know it might be in other maybe Hammer films or earlier where if you kill the head
2: vampire the power is broken on the other. Yeah. Well I'd say that goes all the way back to the Bram Stoker novel that's mm. how they have to save Mina in the mm. novel is you can't save Mina, you can't break the connection. In the novel, she has more of a psychic connection mm. with Dracula, and they need to kill him to break it. In um, the 1931 Bela Lugosi Dracula, she is on her way to becoming a vampire, and they have to kill him to release her. So I'd say that goes right back to.
0: So maybe that goes back to go. Universal. Yeah,
2: not as not as like overt, um, but I. But they're kind of spinning the novel's intent. The the intent is there from the very beginning of the Dracula mm-hmm. version. That is that to break his. like, There is his spell. Whoever he's controlling or has be turned into a vampire mm-hmm. would be broken if he's dead. But in the Bram Stoker and Bela Lugosi, neither of them are vampires. They are just under his spell, like Billy. Right. Just under his spell.
1: You think that's what's going on? (laughs) We'll get into it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> With Billy? Oh, yeah. We'll get oh, okay. we're we'll get, we'll get into it. <laughs> we should definitely wrap this one up. You guys want to uh, plug your podcast before we go?
2: Sure. So for The Real Jaws Minute, which yeah. is just about ready to do season two, by the time this episode comes out, maybe we'll already have an episode or two out. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, The
1: Real Jaws Minute. And we also have a Facebook group. Just search for The Real Jaws Minute. All right. And uh, as for me, i uh, I'm going to put a stake in this one. Follow us on Twitter at Fright Night Men. Send your feedback to Fright Night Minute at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us uh, wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time, I'm Robin. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Tyson. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> bye.
0: That's how we sign off. We just say bye.
1: He's a vampire. <laughs> a what? <laughs> You're so cool, Brewster.